tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Why are there so many... Emma Wilson's father... <laughs> I'm like, hello, Kermit. See? <laughs> Some people know that. And it was Allison Sudol singing that tonight in uh-huh. the role of Emma Wilson. It reminds me of the Muppet movie. That's what this is from. It was written for the Muppet movie. And Kermit sings it. Oh, Kermit. But a little weird for Dig. Because <laughs> that's all I thought of, the Muppets. Well, let's break into Dig, and I tell you what, it's the fifth episode, and it is called Emma Wilson's Father, and let's see how deep we can get tonight, uh, because it's a drama, it's a mystery, it's a thriller, and we are loving it. Yep. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome to the Dig After Buzz show. I'm Mindy Thomas, and you can reach me at Mindy Charlotte on Twitter, and let me know your thoughts ASAP. Awesome. I'm Andrea Fasano, and you can reach me on Twitter at Andy Fasano. And uh, keep them coming, because you guys have been doing great, and we're really loving the connection with talking through Twitter about ugh, this episode and these episodes. They just keep getting better. This one was a little slower, which I liked. I was craving that. It was It was a little more spaced out with the information, so it wasn't like shooting it down our throats where we're like stop rewind what happened huh can i just say the the symbol i mean that was like (laughs) it's there you've been waiting for the symbol i've still been waiting for that symbol and i have researched actually on you have on like what it is and 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 i'm coming up a little empty-handed so if you know what it is it seems like a pretty good mystery yeah absolutely i mean you know some of these followers we have that are watching out there in AfterBuzz land are really giving us some great insight as to the prophecy and the religious tie-ins between the pastor and uh, Yusef and the Essenes, but the symbol hasn't been mentioned and we haven't seen it really. So, except for the posters that have it on her back, which is what intrigued you, right? Yes, and a little later on, we will get into how that was discovered this Lovely. evening. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite the thing. And of course, Peter... Peter Connolly playing the FBI uh, agent over overseas and into this uh, mystery because of an archaeologist uh, who there was a murder mystery. And then Yusef Khalid was the suspect. A lot happening with Yusef tonight. Yep. So we'll also get into that. But first, let's start off talking about Peter and the journal, because uh, that's, you know, that's where it was at toward the beginning of the show. And then the young man comes over um and he says, oh, that you have Emma's journal. Who, Who are, are you? you? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and he was pretty slick. Yep. And he, he just claimed to be her dad pretty mm-hmm. much right away. And that was really, that was smart. Um, of course, they got him uh, hooked on a little bit of bong juice, <laughs> whatever right. you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I was wondering. Was he having flashbacks just because or was it because of whatever he smoked or, you know, was it just the, uh, you know, the ironic 
symbolism between Emma and his daughter and the things that are going down. Yeah, and the way this show is shot really feeds into all of those uh, emotions, and it wants us to feel all of those things, I believe, in the director of photography. The director, of course, Gideon Raff, I think he did an excellent job uh, tonight. And it's interesting because it does seem like, just briefly, that every episode is very different in Mm -hmm. terms of that overall feel. It is. that you know We said two episodes ago it was so fast. There was so much information being thrown at us the scenes where they were going back and forth. And then this one was a lot smoother and slower and um, more deliberate, I feel like. More, let's take the time to kind of not say so much, but show you more. And I enjoyed it, I have to say, because, <laughs> I mean, we just can't keep up sometimes with the names and the, it, the I don't know, the prophecy in itself, the prophecy. Well, so. it's, it's a very intelligent show. And so, yeah, right. there is so much to follow. I don't think you can sort of flippantly, it's not really a non-thinking show. No, not at all. Yeah. And so there was, there was a lot going on with Peter and the journal of the friends. And then, of course, discovering Julie at uh, Brad's Pit. <laughs> Julie <laughs> at Brad's Pit. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that they named the bar that. <laughs> and I love that uh, Cohen, Detective Cohen, knew right away that it was a gay bar in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Peter Connolly didn't know yet. But he was like, oh, you, the name didn't give it away. Right. <laughs> he kind of he kind of glossed that yeah. one over. And then all of a sudden he had a math tutor for his son. But I think uh, Peter was still high. And so that's pretty so funny. Cool. Yeah. But he, he sort of fed right into that. So that could lead to one of my predictions okay. later. Right. Okay. The math like, tutor. Write it down. Write like, it down. Because <laughs> they just pop in your head I as know, you're we talking. Have so many, and... There's so many thoughts with this show. And so it's, it's hard to keep them. But totally. Well, <laughs> um, how did that work for you uh, in terms of... Of you know, talking to the boyfriend tonight. Um, the detectives were talking to the the uh, Julie. Okay, uh, and in the, the the dressing room. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I knew I've known for a long time that uh, because it was discovered almost immediately that Emma had a crush on her archaeologist boss. So I knew he had something to do with it. And I've been waiting. We've been waiting a few episodes for him to be present and come back. And so I knew he had something to do. With it. As soon as they said he had a boyfriend, I was like, it's the archaeologist. Why are you poking around? Just go, go after him. And I don't really trust him. I mean, he puts up his hands. My favorite line. He's such a <laughs> cheese ball. And he puts up his hands and goes, they may be dirty, but there's no blood on them. <laughs> Right. Really? So, yeah. We're back to that trust issue with the characters. Yes. As soon as we yeah, get into who they are more, they become distrustful. Well, because we as the audience know that he's involved with Rabbi Lev. So uh, I don't believe he has nothing to do with Emma's death. Maybe he didn't kill her himself. Maybe he was with his wife, but I, you know, he clearly has something to do with her death. So. Right. He is linked in there big time right now, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to come up with, well, they kept saying an alibi, but then he played it off with his wife. And right. So, you know, he's kind of slick, and they're on to him on some level with that. Right. Yeah. Totally. So, um, the archaeological uh, uh, famous man is really kind of... You know, he's he's sort of a well-known. Um, all right. So kind of moving along here, um, Peter starts having these flashbacks as well. Um, and those those were very interesting, uh, particularly when he saw Emma on the TV. That was when we saw the first of his daughter ever on the show right. Dig. Mm-hmm. Except for the picture with the red hair. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of because he showed he showed the photo of or somebody found remember when they found out that it, oh, he had a daughter okay so okay. she had red hair and that's how we found oh, okay. it but this is the child version very of, good yeah 
Of Thank her. you for that. Yeah. yeah, and the Rainbow Connection, which brings us back around that song. They were both singing apparently, so it brought him back to days when Vicky was young and he was taping her, you know, home video style. And that's a little ironic. That Are it was we the same song? Supposed to believe that there's some tie-in between these two girls because they have common ways of saying things. They sing sing similar songs. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's it's just a connection between where he should be in his life. You know, there's a lot of faith and religious, you know, faith behind that. That kind of like, oh, I'm on the right path. Things are very familiar. Maybe it's just a comfort thing for him, an ironic comfort that these things are just similar. Or maybe it really means something. I have no idea, but (laughs) I really want to find out. (laughs) I like that. There is a lot of mystery and intrigue in these, uh, in these episodes. And so, and um, it just keeps leading him to the next clue. So that's what's weird. You know, he keeps having the flashbacks and every time Emma's involved and yeah, he just keeps leading to the next thing. Well, because Lynn and her driver are on the way uh, in their car, and then there's a riot. Mm-hmm. American flag burning. Uh, this is getting very violent. Their car starts shaking. They're ripped out of their cars. That was scary. Uh, and um, violently uh, hurt the driver loses his life. I know. And then she's grieving. Um, and she she gets pretty injured and traumatized as well. And the U.S. ambassador comes to visit her in the hospital mm-hmm. and says, well, we're going to have to switch gears. We're going to have to go into security. Um, so what do you... I don't think Lynn was having that. And I think she's just in a place where she's done with Peter. She's done with the ambassador. You know, she kind of like was a little hesitant with her, which is good because we know the ambassador's not a bad guy, but Kind of. I mean, you know, she's on the side of the gems and the breastplate and the stones. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for Lynn. I feel like she's not on the inside. I feel like she's not going to believe Peter ever. She's just going to take it personally because of their relationship. And um, that was scary. I don't know. It was just a moment where you're just like, if you were in that car, what would you do? Like, what, you know, something's bad's going to happen. Yeah. So that's when you do feel vulnerable. And, Very much. Yeah. So. So then Lynn ends up, she's just emotionally depleted. Peter has nothing to really give her in that way. So she calls it quits. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just kind of what it looked like. Yeah. That's, and whether it's in a moment of total grief mm-hmm. and that she might come back around, we don't know exactly yet. But, um, so the other storyline tonight, do you want to jump into Debbie? Because, yeah. okay. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, well, we, I mean, why don't we just go there with the symbol? I mean, so we find out what the symbol is, and then boom, the symbol is the same shape. And this was just shown to us as the audience, but the symbol's the same shape as the compound. Right. You know, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, was that compound really built? Do you think Pastor Billingham really built that just to be in the shape of the symbol? That's a little weird. That's like a huge overhaul that, in New Mexico to that do. Is. <laughs> I'm thinking they don't really know it, you know. You don't? Well, I mean, that's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, and they then they show that the symbol's on the roof of the cave, it's in Emma's book, and then boom, right to the compound with Debbie and Charlie came back. Yes. We were making those predictions last time. Charlie came back for her. I was thinking he'd have some Mad Max you did. posse, you, you know, have coming over that sand mountain. I'm like, yeah, he's going to yeah. bring it. And he's just got his pistol again. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how he got back in, but they didn't even <laughs> bother covering that. Right. right. He, she, he found her. Somehow he just found her. He found, yeah. And then the other woman gets tied up um, and gagged. And the the toilet woman, <laughs> Faye, you love calling her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just still a little. Uh, she, she's she woo. bugs you. Woo. Yeah, she's one of those. She bugs me too. <laughs> 
Very believable. Um, so then they hustle their way out of there and they escape. Of course, Ted Billingham is waiting at the car. <laughs> like he just knew. I mean, yeah. and, and if he knew, why is he by himself? I don't know. That stuff is weird to me. I don't love that, but I'm glad they got away. And they got away with the boy. Yeah, they did. I know. I'm surprised she took Josh. Like she thinks she's going to knock some sense into him. That kid's not going to change. No. He's, he's already drank the Kool-Aid and he's sold. So <laughs> he might have to be locked up for another 12 years to get some of those kinks for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. And Debbie's not going to be the one to do it. Right. But that's all we got basically from that whole scene today. Right. That, well, there wasn't much with the compound and the blue I mean, man group. She escaped. She tried to talk some common sense than that to other woman. She wouldn't take it. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of bizarre because I didn't know that many people were at the compound. Right. Oh, when they had the, the basically <laughs> fire drill looking for Debbie. Right. But everyone, I'm like, Debbie, just sit tight. Yeah. And she really realized she's been brainwashed and she's coming back to her own thoughts. And right. um, so, yeah, she's rescued, but I don't know how far they're going to make it down the road. I know. So that's. Uh, I think that whole town, <laughs> the whole town minus the nice lady at the diner is in on this. So. I don't think they're going to make it very far. <laughs> Early prediction, there's they're like, not going to make it very far at all. <laughs> all right. Well, there's a lot going off on also with Yousef Khalid. Yes. I mean, that was a big storyline tonight uh, because, well, I mean, it starts off that he is um, shot from last week. So he's in the hospital and he's struggling to get out because he knows he has to make this delivery mm-hmm. on time. And the U.S. ambassador, meanwhile, is saying, oh, well. He's not showing up on time. She thinks something else is going going on. Right. But he does have the stone. He makes the delivery. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, let me just tell you (laughs) what's going to happen here. Because we need to atone for this sin here that you got. (laughs) I know. I couldn't really figure that out. I mean, I know I, I couldn't hear the words that the rabbi was saying that it was his fault and he needs to sacrifice himself. And obviously he was handing over the gun. So he knew he wasn't going to make it out of there alive. His... Deeds were done. You know, he was, he's run its course. But I, I just was surprised that they made him kill himself and then he couldn't do it, but he did do it. And he said, he's coming. Is that a spiritual thing that's happening that he's making a reference to something he's I don't seeing know. in the spirit realm? I don't <laughs> uh, Let me say something though, um, from one of our Twitter followers that has to do with this right now. Um, at KNNN391. Thank you so much, by the way, for your input because this person has been giving us like, ser- and I love the way you do it. He gives us serious, um, lists and, and paragraphs of what's going on and tweets them to me. So that's awesome. But one of the things they said about, um, Khalid was that he might be an Essene himself or from the Essene lineage and oh. that's how remember last time i was saying how does he know how to ride a motorcycle and get a escape like that when this dude came from america oh. with a family who basically just shot like an antique owner now all of a sudden he's this big rebel you know running yeah. from the law like he went out on independent kind and of then and so they were yeah i mean they just thought that maybe that's his background and maybe he has his own hmm. um agenda so to say with this prophecy and I just don't know if that's true now with him meeting up with Rabbi Lev. Like, obviously, he didn't go to the ambassador. I don't think it's a big deal because Rabbi Lev and the ambassador were working together. So I just thought that was a good point that maybe that is why. Maybe he did used to have some Essene, you know, roots. But I don't yeah, know. I that's mean, very interesting. Then to I'm just kill yourself, is, if that's part of the <clears throat> sacrifice, I get it. But 
Yeah, that's it. Everything just backfired there. I know. That was, well. And the whole thing is about sacrifice, so I get that. That's another <clears throat> theme of the whole show. Prayer, you know, sacrifice, prophecy, they're all tied in. So, But I'm not sure who they're praying to is the whole thing. Because right. I know. Like, this is not a peaceful God. This is a very violent, uh, yeah, murderous. Um, well, that was sad. Yeah, that was... It's funny. He's such a bad guy. and I was sad. I was like, we're losing a main character, you know? Right, exactly. Well, because he, uh, Yusuf Khalid, played by Omar Metwali, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, the last name there, um, he's the American who was accused of murder, so that's why the investigators went over there. Um, he had disappeared to Israel, and that's how this whole saga really got started. Right. Um, so just to recap on that, and then the last show, they were hot on his trail. So we know that the climax kind of was happening with his particular character arc, and mm-hmm. that something's about to happen because they were just getting too hot on his trail, yeah. if you will. Um, remember, um, and and then also Emma, she was part of the DIG, the research team, and um, she uh, apparently had found out way too much. So, in other words, um, that was that was the last show. I don't know why I just jumped in. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Maybe what? you can make sense of that. <laughs> well, I'll bring it back to Yusef. What was buried? What did they? What did Rabbi Love bury next to him when he shot himself? Oh, remember there was that scene. It was yeah. so dark. That I was... didn't understand what he was burying. Right. It looks like a keychain, or I'm trying to think of what else he had. It clearly wasn't the stone because that stone we know where it's got to go. The breastplate, right? Where we see that at the end. We do see them at so the end. With it. I was really intrigued as to what he buried next to him. Yeah, and now that the breastplate is complete, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be some other action happening. Lots, and of course, Peter in the cave swimming back in the swim hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Face down, not sure if something was going to jump out of the water, if somebody else is going to jump in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he was there, uh, sort of in a meditative state, and looks up, and lo and behold, yep, that symbol, and mm-hmm. then the other symbol. So we're coming back to the symbol, 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 yep. because, you know, it's it's on the poster dig, and the whole season yeah. has, has been leading up to un- uh, uncovering this clue and finding out what it is. Yep, it's got to yeah. be as big as the number 19, and all those other identifying marks for this prophecy but it's just funny we haven't really heard about the symbol until right now and it was in emma's diary so she for a young girl that was a student with the archaeologist this girl knew a lot right she had a lot of secrets that she was hiding to be someone who was so carefree and you know just walking around jerusalem alone all the time i would have gotten me a security guard (laughs) like right away (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy how much she was involved. And I was thinking back on it t- tonight, like, okay, they're over there for a murder mystery. And then that night, Peter let Emma go off and walk by herself. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit strange, even looking back on that. Yeah, interesting. That he might have been more protective, but he had just met her. Yeah. And then she had slipped the stone in his pocket at that point. That was the first one. Now we're on the final one right. tonight. Uh, which came from Yusef Khalid. He had stolen in the last uh, show. And, yeah, so, I mean, these are interesting artifacts. We're going to find out, you know, what kind of power, I guess, these th- things have in the episodes to come. Yep. By the way, there originally, uh, Dig was going to have six episodes, and now hmm. it's ten. Ten, right? That's so, so we're on, of course, five tonight and uh, getting getting more, more into, to come. Yeah. Could you imagine Dig ending after six episodes? That would be so anticlimactic. You're like, great, they filled the, bre- the breastplate. 
and scene. Like, right. what next? Well, and I want to say that the performers, the actors, are very passionate. I mean, it comes out in their performances. Uh, you can tell Gideon Raff directed this, and they know uh, what they're doing. These are professionals. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really thankful that, that for this cast, I mean, all the way across the board. It's so funny you said that, because I was watching um, some After Buzz stuff. There was an After Buzz interview with uh, Jason Isaacs and Anne Heche. And Jason was very passionate about, you know, she asked, the host asked, how'd you get into this? Like, why, into the exact show? Like, what made you take this part in these roles? And they were so passionate about it. They were like, it's just so smart, which it is. And it's half true because there's some truths in the whole religious prophecy and all of those tie-ins that that's why he was so enamored with it. And so he was really psyched. And I think that totally plays into his character. So I think that's awesome. And another side note, I was told by another Twitter follower at, I'm not sure how to say this, but Sharyu Wands, C-H-A-R-U-W-A-N-S, let me know that Jason Isaacs actually lives tweets, live tweets during the show. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's amazing. So he's not tonight because he's on a plane, but... Next week, he should be back and he should be live tweeting. So just an FYI to all of you guys, if you want to watch us. Um, and we're live at afterbuzz com. You can watch us live now. And then later on, when the show airs at different times, obviously, throughout the United States and the world, um, then you can actually tune in with him. But if you go to his Twitter, you'll follow him and see that. So it's pretty cool. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's awesome to know. And let's segue into Peter Connolly, played by Jason Isaacs, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, because I want to break down and do like a character diaphragm of Love where it. we're at with him. Great. Five episodes in. Let's do it. Okay. So, so far. We know more now than we did before. So, that's true. You know, this is a good point. Yeah. Um, and we, and we saw, um, we saw more of him tonight, a vulnerable side. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, um, I like that, but I, I don't love it because I, I want him to be strong. Detective hero man, you know? (laughs) But he's great. Uh, I mean, as like you said, the actor, he's great no matter what. Well, and he's a man full of secrets. He is himself. I agree. Yeah. So I I get nervous that those secrets are going to be his demise. So that's why when he gets vulnerable, I'm like, no, don't let it in. (laughs) You know? Very good. Don't get too emotional that you lose your head or get like hit on the head or something (laughs) that he's not paying attention, you know? Right. Right. I don't know. Well, first of all, as you know... Married, mm-hmm. okay, not um, not in. He's a, separated, exactly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay. Second of all, we know now he's uh, he's lost a daughter to suicide, yes. Becky, and we saw her as a little girl tonight in his mind playing back um, the song "Rainbow Connection," which we started the show with. Yep. And Kermit the Frog and I felt dysfunctional because I don't know that <laughs> you will. You will. I was deprived. <laughs> Completely. You have to go watch the Muppet movie. <laughs> you just have why. to. <laughs> okay. Um, EW, uh, yeah, this is my notes. Emma Wilson looks like his daughter, who, um, we, well, w- well, we did see her tonight, um, Vicky. And like you said, there was a picture of her as well. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Because if you'll remember. Yeah. 
It yeah. was somebody who dis- it was a uh, Detective Cohen. Somebody oh, sent it right. to his phone and he showed it like right. that. So okay. that was yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean these these shows are very packed full of yeah. when you're really trying to break it down and dissect it and then communicate it back out. Um you know, it's it's just uh it's not it's not as easy as um something that's more maybe superficial. <laughs> I know. I know. But that's what makes it so good. Right. And that's what makes this good cuz it's a lot to talk about and I love And of course dig the archaeological yeah. dig. Um so he's almost ordained as a minister, but 3 days before he left. So that's, you know, that's... We still need to find out why. Yes. Unless it was to get married? I don't... Okay. I don't well, know. Well, hmm. I'm thinking the trauma, the tragedy happened with his daughter three days oh, before. Oh. But I don't know. But he'd probably go to school earlier as opposed so. to later. Yeah. yeah but so. you never know. You're right. But something happened there. And then to become an FBI agent. So it's something um, probably traumatic yeah. where he changed careers. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this was back in the day. <clears throat> it had to be. Right. Right. Um, again, mesmerized um, by Emma. He, you know, he has been and then also engrossed in her journal because mm-hmm. he's folding the pages. He's finding the he's clues. Things out. I mean, seemingly pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, he's getting better. Um, you know, he, in terms of the overall, the big picture, he's got a lot of insight that other people don't have. Right. The hard part is him trying to convince people Everyone to believe else. him. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, why did they send him over there if nobody believes him? And yeah. that's why. Because, yeah, he, they want him to look like a total basket case. Right. And he's <laughs> <laughs> and he's not. He's actually hot on the trail of all this. So, meanwhile, the U.S. ambassador is totally fault-finding. She's fault-finding. Oh, well... You know, and even even in the hospital, I think when she saw Lynn, it seemed like she still had that attitude. By oh, the yeah. way, she's an incredible actress. Oh, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. strong, authoritative. I love her scenes. Very believable. So Yeah, and the only person who was believing him was um, Detective Cohen. And we saw in the previews that Detective Cohen kind of faults him next episode. He's like, why should I keep running after your, you know, crazy, careless antics and believe you? So... Okay, so are we ready for predictions? Sure. Okay. I think we're going to hop on into predictions. Now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well, that totally triggered me to think that when he becomes a math tutor for the son, mm-hmm. that he is going to pick up some clues that you think so? Detective Cohen is going, you know, um into the, the the gay bars and has that type of relationship, at least with the one person. We don't know if he has others. Do you think that affects his job, or do you think that affects the whole storyline? Either mm. at all. Um, do you know what I mean? Because it's right. one thing if he just finds out he's gay, but... Right. Because I don't think Connolly would care. Oh. At all. Okay. But I just wonder if he... Thing, if that has anything to do with the bigger picture here, I think um, he's mm, okay. Yeah, well, that's a that, you know, <laughs> I'm stumped at that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. I know. <laughs> you know, they're they're depicting Jerusalem in a way that um, really has not been b- depicted before. I think right. in a TV show, and I was just you know, here's a little brief commentary because I was thinking about Jerusalem and I thought, what you know, what is what is the deal and I, I, I want to do some research well the name of Jerusalem is also called the foundation of peace mm-hmm. um, you know that's another meaning for it and 
There is um, actually in the Bible, since we're talking about religion and, and even pulling out a couple scriptures, um, out of context in my opinion, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but if you think they're in context, I really want you to tweet me. <laughs> All right. So in the Bible, 806 times the, the name. Word is used. Yeah, the word, wow. Jerusalem. So, like, um, I just thought that Google was interesting. Google told you that? Yeah. Well, I did some, yeah, <laughs> right. Great. I did some wherever I got on the site right. and um, Wikipedia and whatnot. So, but by the way, I made a mistake last week in terms of not finishing the show with just that tad of Hebrew. Um, I was going to speak a little bit of Hebrew. Oh, were you? <laughs> You're going to have to do that this time. Right. Because I said I would. And, you know, I like to keep my words. So, if to. I make a mistake, I like to at least come back and make it right. Totally. Oh, man, I make too many mistakes. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to do some praying this weekend. But I'm not going to be praying to their God. I'm just saying. No, okay. Right. All right. So anyway, um, Yeshua HaMashiach. Oh. That's all I know. If you know what that means, I want you to tweet me. Otherwise, I'll tell you what it means next week. Okay. Does that sound good? Toda. Or can you wait? It's toda. Toda. Ooh. Right? Oh. That's all I know. Ooh. <laughs> Should we do the reveal tonight then instead? That'd be so funny if we just start talking. <laughs> you guys, we've been so passionate with the show dig that we both went <laughs> and learned Hebrew. We just learned like Rosetta Stone or something. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, um, so let me say my prediction. I don't really have a specific one. When do I? It's so <laughs> difficult for me. This show is so everywhere. But well, something we didn't touch on was the Essene. Who oh, picked no. up Avram? Back to the Essene again. And the red again? heifer. <laughs> oh, I'm right. just. I know. I just love oh. him. And the red heifer is beautiful. I mean, for a cow, and the girl. that red cow is beautiful. The girl. They had a kiss. You know, it was sweet. It distracted him, but not a, a whole lot from his duties. And then he's trying. He never talks to anybody. And then he gets in the car with the Essene, who mm. we know killed the real guy. Mm. And not looking good. He starts asking him questions and then the Essenes not answering him and I'm like all of a sudden now Avram wants to know things about everybody else when he never does that and so I feel like Avram's gonna discover who this guy is sooner than later and I think that's gonna be a good thing and he's still gonna protect the cow I don't think he's gonna be killed and I'm just not sure the Essenes gonna fulfill his form of the prophecy that's another thing that I was tweeting about with somebody that um, from last week when he was bathing the Essene was bathing himself and getting yeah. all into that. Um, he 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 could have stolen the, or killed the cow whenever he wanted to, and he didn't. So obviously they have their own agenda as to how the prophecy will be fulfilled. So we agreed on that, me and my, my Twitter followers. But um, if you guys have any opinions, please tweet us about it, because that's a huge part of it. Which from, it small, yeah. short things happen yeah. this season. Which you know, reminds episode, me, but yeah, totally. When the heifer came across, yeah. they were um, from going to Croatia, you know, and there's been Norway and New Mexico. And right. so um, I feel like um, everything's coming somewhere closer Jerusalem to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. to totally. Yeah, they didn't say where they were going, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it'll be interesting because now mean, it's just the two of them with the calf. It's now. totally difficult to know where the show is going to go. Impo- and, I know. I mean, how it could even end. I know. I don't. <laughs> well, we'll see you in five more episodes. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. And I'll look back and I'll say, how could you have said that? Yeah. <laughs> right. I should have known. <laughs> you will. Um, by the way, you guys, uh, you can tweet Jason Isaacs at Jason's Folly. So I just wanted you to know that since I did comment that Jason's Folly. Jason's Very Folly. Good. So, um, and, and 
Go ahead. You know, I think a lot of the stars have Twitter sites. A now. lot of them do. And hate, you know, I'm going to, you know, in other words, um, yeah. Ori Pfeffer does for the Yeah. So you Detective can hear Con. different perspectives as they're tweeting and they have the inside on the show and mm-hmm. that's cool. But digdecoded.com, they're doing a sweepstakes and so you can totally win a trip around the world. FYI. Yeah. All sounds right. awesome. I think we've done it. I think we have too. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. And the question becomes, have you done it? <laughs> I just, you know, I was trying to be dramatic there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. And in the meantime, uh, don't kill the red heifer. No. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.